Hello, Internet. Welcome to episode 56 of Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Andrew, and joined with me today is actually Mr. Stephen Klukas. Stephen, how are you? How are you? I'm, I'm well, I think. It's a little bit late for my old man brain. So, it's good to see you, man. Hey, I actually, for people who don't know, you are like eight weeks now into your official employment here at Valley. Maybe maybe like six that. to eight weeks. I mean, you've actually been a volunteer acting director of, of Valley for two years, maybe? About two years. Yeah. yeah. But now, you, you and I, we are co-workers. Right. As in, there is a single wall between our offices. And sometimes I'm loud, and then you respond to me, and it's fun. It's actually funny. Yeah. It, yeah. No, so. I actually have a desk. I have a desk. You with, do. with bookshelves near it. Like, I feel professional. Now, I used to have a desk back in my other job, but it was a very shared space. So, you actually have the most regal of desks between the three of us, I and I, I love it. Yep, I, I love walking by your office sometimes and just seeing you sit there. And it's the way your office is set up right now. It's a single desk. It, it is a single piece of furniture, and then that's that, that's what it seems like because the rest of your furniture is, is around the corner. That's right. And I love seeing it. And it's just you in this room and. And I think to myself, look at this man. He's my coworker. <laughs> so, so Stephen, how are things going for you, man? Now that you've been here for a few weeks and officially transitioning from your previous job into mm-hmm. now, I know you spent the first maybe month just trying to figure out rhythms, and I'm sure you're still oh, trying yeah. to figure out rhythms. But how? how just a little, I think it'd be a fun check-in, man. How how are you? No, it's it's been a very interesting ride because, like with any job, you expect a bit of a learning curve. You expect to have some time that you are adjusting to things and figuring out your new normals, right? Yeah. And so uh, apparently, my new normal is helping to demolish parts of our building and do renovations, and then. Uh, it's we've just had so much happen and new growth and then new software suites and movie nights just so so apparently ministry is just chaos it, it is actually it is a very fun chaos but you know it's interesting that you mention all this newness because at the first of the year we have started many remodeling projects for our pacific way campus yep you and I have worked together to uh, launch Faith Life, and you've actually spearheaded that because you're the kind of person who actually answers emails. It's true. So it's it's actually funny how we got there because we've been getting these Faith Life things, and I I just don't answer like what I perceive to be uh, sales emails. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and you were you're such a kind and polite person that you took the time to respond to a guy, and now here we are. I'm so thankful that you did because. The way that we stream now, the way that we are our church website, what we do for services, for when we, we present the scripture and the song lyrics and stuff like that. It's good stuff. I mean, this is a lot of stuff that the end user, the person who's probably listening is like, I don't experience a lot of this. That's true. But, but it's super cool. And it just puts a lot of tools in your guys's, all you people listening, your hands. Because we have you know the logo software with yeah. all of its library. We have ebooks. We have TV. We have messaging systems. It goes on. It does. Actually, I'm going to pivot for, for a second. I, I want to talk about how awesome Faith Life is because... Because of what we have now, we now have access to something called Faith Life TV. And Mike and I have talked about it a little bit. Yep. But I just want to shout out to people who are still trying to figure out, like, is this cool? Do I want to be part of this? Dude, my life group right now, as we meet on Tuesdays, we've been doing the Gospel Project. Mm-hmm. But as I was moving them to our Faith Life groups for us to be able to communicate and stuff, I showed them Faith Life TV. And on there, they saw that there are, I would, I would say, 
classes taught by college professors, like Bible college professors. I, I was saying college level courses for a while. That, that's not what's happening. No. But these are surveys of college classes. And my life group saw that there was an opportunity for them to learn hermeneutics, which is the that's science right. of Bible study methods. I'm actually watching that same series right yes. now. Yes. Okay, cool. Yep. It's, it, it, it glosses over a lot of things I was trained in. It actually goes through the book in many ways that, that I loaned you and then you went and got another copy because Mike is running you through uh, the gauntlet. That's really. right. Yeah. And you, man, you are drinking from a fire hydrant right it's now. It's true. I'm cheering you it's on. It's true. But for the listener here, I want you to, like, if you are hungry to know the word of God, to be able to study for yourself and to honestly train your train with your sword, right? The the word of God. There are there are so many opportunities and cool resources with Faith Life TV. There are people within our church, I know there are they are um they are passionate about apologetics, you know, the science of the of the defense of our faith. Right. There are classes, there are courses mm-hmm. on that. And there are people in my life group right now that are excited to do that. Two boys from our youth group that I meet with on Wednesdays before youth group, um, they've been wanting to take evangelism. They want to learn evangelism. That's and right. so they they grabbed a course and we're going to start going through that next week. So, man, these are high school kids. They're, then in my life group, I've got like young adults and older adults. This has been a cool thing. And I just want to shout out to Faith Life for anybody who's, who's interested. Absolutely. And I just appreciate that it's it's resources that are available. And really, it's not even a big load on your day. Like, I used to have all of that uh, time with streaming services. I won't name out the, uh, the particular brands and whatnot, but I've canceled them all. Like, there's plenty of them nowadays. Oh, yeah, there's yeah. so many. But no, we've, we've canceled them all. So now you'll you'll see a lot of... Well, cartoons from my one-year-old and then just Faith Life TV. That's that's what my house is. But even with that, there are cartoons it's true. on Faith Life TV. There it's are true. children's programming for, for kids. And that's so amazing. really, I mean, when you have a choice between, you know, this worldly drivel or yeah. some wholesome Christian stuff, find the wholesome Christian stuff because yeah. which doggy in a feed, you know? <laughs> So I, uh, I I know we went off on a tangent just now about about faith life, but I'm excited Nerd. for it. Yeah, I'm excited for I'm excited for the possibilities. And so if you are a member here at Valley Christian Fellowship, we actually have a license for you that we have paid for as a church. That's right. Uh, get a hold of us, write in, text us, send a carrier pigeon, whatever it takes, and we'll get you hooked up. But uh, Stephen, I, 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 I cut you off, man. We were talking about. Uh, this year, I mean, you're, you came on staff, and there are so many new projects going on, and you're, you're drinking from a fire hydrant, man. And that's how I'm doing, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to keep up. It's It's been a challenge, and you know, my, my youth leadership team can attest to that, that I don't always pass the ball perfectly, but we are working towards it, and we're building systems, and we're coordinating, so we're moving forward. That is good. You know, as I look through... The challenges of children's ministry and of youth ministry and some of the new things that have come up for us as a church. Um, I just want to say the problems that we have, quote unquote problems, they are good problems. Oh, yeah. I, I've been a part of other churches where our problems were we were just mad at each other, that we were upset about the color of the carpet, that we've done all these things. And the truth is the problems that we're having right now. I'm excited to have these things because that these are the these are the problems that come about when we're trying to reach people for the gospel and when we're focused on that. Exactly. Not trying to be prideful in this, but I, I'm excited that to be part of a church that is gospel driven. That's right. You know, I mean, that's part of our, that's the first phrase of our of our mission statement. Well, and so. showing that being gospel driven doesn't mean that you have to be archaic. Right. Yeah. Actually, that's that's a great way of yeah. putting that. 
So, Stephen, as we kind of move forward, and you also are kind of the dude for youth ministry now. I, I, I've partnered with you, and I'm actually uh, slowly walking out, yep. and I'm going to be picking up the reins for children's ministry once again. Um, is there, man, for our listeners right now who may be interested in, in youth ministry, do you want to give out some highlights of some cool things that are happening or maybe a way to get involved? Dude, with like the only way I can really describe youth ministry right now is – you know the harvest is plentiful but the workers are few right we are what is that is that dude that's jesus oh okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm not quoting plato here that's jesus people um that was so, such a good saying i, I yeah. know right who said that again no we have kids from all over right now like we have a, a lot of kids from the church you know the family comes to services and they're invested and they're serving but we have a lot of kids who are completely unchurched we have kids from broken families we have you know i just it's all across the board but what's exciting is that they are all coming together they are fellowshipping they are taking notes from the lessons and we're just walking through the gospel project right and these kids are thinking about the things of god when you know a year ago they weren't they were i mean what what's this new virus that might be coming over and my school might be getting closed i mean here that's that was one year ago yeah oh my gosh and now we have kids that are trying to articulate the gospel like this is stunning growth in, in some regards but dude there is need we, we need people yeah I know, I know it can be intimidating for people to think about uh coming and and being part of youth ministry i think sometimes the expectations like, do i need to be a bible scholar right in order to do that i mean like what would you be able to calm that concern maybe if there's someone who's like i want to help i feel drawn but like i, I don't know anything i'm new to the faith or I, I i i don't feel confident in my bible knowledge well some of the stuff that we do is hanging out with a bunch of kids throwing a ball around yeah. so if you can hang out with kids and throw a ball around and not intentionally peg somebody in the face or I, intentionally or yeah. intentionally it depends on the game <laughs> But I, I can use that. I mean, Alex does a marvelous job being my game meister. My brother. Yeah. Literally. Shout out to him. Yeah. Um, but, like, we can always use more hands. Yeah. There, there is always a place for it. Even if it's just like, hey, I need to sit close to a particular table during group time so that a bunch of kids aren't gossiping and, and playing with their phones. Like, it's simple stuff, you know? Yeah. I, uh, if there's anyone out there listening and thinking about getting involved with youth ministry, I would strongly encourage it. As someone who has worked with youth for a, a long time, it's so rewarding. It and really is. I mean, we've shared it on this podcast a couple times. Like, There are some beautiful things that happen in the hearts of teenagers because as of right now, uh, they're pre-jaded <laughs> to the world, right, right? Right, And some of them have questions. And some of them genuinely just want to talk and have an adult, like, care about them. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a great thing. Well, and it's a scary culture that we live in. I mean, yeah. times have changed a lot in the last couple of years. And these kids just need somebody to walk with them. Yeah, 100%. And you know what? I would say that if you feel not very confident about your Bible knowledge. There's this thing that we subscribe to as a church called Faith Life. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> we'll hook you up, man. We'll teach ah. you up. We'll, we'll, we'll train you. We actually have ministry grid too, which is direct ministry training as That's well right. too. It's not as uh, user-friendly or as intuitive, but it's still a pretty good tool for a couple other things. But man, we have resources upon resources for people who want to answer the call. Right. Of their, but if you're feeling called yeah. but you're not feeling equipped, well, we can do something about equipped. 100%. 
you know, I, I, I get really annoyed with uh, the person who says like, you know, God doesn't call the equipped. He equips the called. And then they, they use that as a reason to not be equipped. Right. I don't know, I don't know if you've ever run into that. I, I used the word qualified back in the day. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, but a hundred percent ran. If you, like we're all learning, we're all growing. And if you are looking to grow, if you are looking to serve, man, we have resources. Hey, I'm an example of this, yeah. right? I'm, I don't have a, you know, Bible school degree. I would love one, but I don't have one. What do I have though, is I have a thirst for the word of God and a willingness to learn. So that's why you guys are giving me that fire yeah. hose. You, you know, actually you, what you just said reminded me something I was told when I was an intern years ago. So I, I, so you and I have grown up, well, me more than you, but we've grown up here in Longview, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. you came in your high school yep. years. Yeah. But when I was on my way out, um, I had worked and served at a local church here and one of the youth pastors within our little, uh, coalition of Southern Baptist churches here before he, he, before I was sunsetting into my college years, he pulled me aside. And the most important thing he's, anyone has ever said to me was, was this, he said, Andrew, as you move forward, as you want to serve God, be fat. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> but what he, 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 goes, he goes, fat as in faithful, available, teachable. Yeah, there you are. You're doing, I know it. You're doing it with me. I know it. Hey, look at the fingers. Yeah. But uh, that's honestly, that's what people need. And that's what you're right now. You, you, you said you're a great example of that. You, you, you could feel really intimidated. Um, Mike is working on his PhD right now. I, I think it's just yeah he already has yeah. it. he's working on his yeah his he's PhD, working on his, his doctorate, PhD whatever yeah um, there will be a doctor in the house yeah I'm gonna have to change be. my whiteboard I, I I've got my Bible college background and stuff like that too and you could be like oh I can't do this but the truth is if you're faithful available and teachable mm -hmm. man you'll learn exactly because it's, ministry isn't meant for the the scholar it's meant for the saint. Just look at who Jesus called to be his apostles. A hundred percent. I mean, some of them were super smart. I mean, yeah. taking into account, like, you know, we had a tax collector, probably knew a thing or two about math. A thing or two. A thing or two. And then yeah. we had Paul, who was, you know, the qualified dude of the bunch. Yeah. But then we also had just, you know, laborers, you know, fishermen. Yeah. And you know what's interesting? You, you bring up Paul. and We're kind of going off topic. Oh, yeah, this, way this, off topic. This is a good, good flow of conversation. Paul had that education, but God took him and put him into a culture where his education meant nothing. Nothing at all. Yeah. Yep. God constantly puts us in a situation where we just have to rely on him. Like, it's interesting because if you, if you know what, what happens, uh, Paul, who was a trained Pharisee who could have argued with all, all these other Pharisees, God took him and put him into Greece. Yep. Where they looked at him like, it doesn't matter, buddy. Like, yeah. anything you have to say to us. We think it's stupid. No you credibility whatsoever. Wound up making tense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. This, this was a guy who should have, you know, in, in their culture, should have been a rabbi. He yeah. should have had people paying him to sit at his feet and learn the scriptures. Yeah. But instead, he made tents yep. and, and preached the gospel. Yeah. So we, we say all that to, uh, man, youth ministry is awesome. And you're, you're doing a great job, Stephen. I love seeing you grow and step out there. And, Thanks, and, man. And, and just be faithful. But for the people who... It's not even just youth ministry, but people who just want to answer the calling of their lives. Yeah, Faithful, available, teachable. Teachable. And yeah. the resources are here. And if they don't understand, hey, how I don't know how to use it, that's what I'm here for. You yeah. Know, I'll help you. Yeah. We are here to support, you know. So, Stephen, um, I, we're like, man, we are... 15 minutes into that. that was a good 15 minute conversation. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Excellent intro. All right. Know, You're right? ready to actually be serious. Now let's get into the meat of things. That's right. Uh -huh. 
So, Stephen, I actually, I asked you to come today because this last Sunday, so like today is the first week of March. Yeah. This one day is the entire week. <laughs> and, um, but so like this last, this past weekend, you introduced a song that number one was bumping. I, uh, I, I was excited to hear it. I just, I started hearing the music going off and it kind of got my blood going and then as I was listening to the lyrics and trying to ascertain like the rhythm of how to say the words, I realized that this was based on Psalm 1. That's right. My favorite psalm. Um, I, I, was, I, sat to my, I, I said to myself, what is this? This is really cool. I love that we are singing Psalm 1. The scripture is what mm-hmm. we're singing right now. But I also love like the music that, that, that it's been placed to and all these things. So um, I thought, man, I would love to hear, Stephen, I would love to hear your thoughts on um, just, I guess, that song and why you picked that song and where why you felt it was appropriate to introduce that yeah. right now. Um, but I would also love to hear, um, I, I'm so, I am a stranger to Christian music right mm-hmm. now. Um, what I mean by that is like I have bands I grew up with that were Christian and as as uh, as someone who's in the, the ripe old age of thirty four, I just go back to the stuff that I know, and I listen to that over and over and over and over again. The same thing, man. yeah. And all this new stuff, I'm like, I don't know what this is. It's scary, and I I don't want to. I used to be with it, but then they changed what it was, and now what it is, it's different and scary, and I I just don't. I just yeah. well, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody else thinks you're crazy now. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. That's a that's a. That's a quote from Grandpa Simpson, but oh, yeah. okay, okay. So if anyone out there got that, we should be friends. So. <laughs> now I'm not the cool person anymore. <laughs> no, neither we are the church nerds. That is very true. We've never been cool. That is also true. But Steve, yeah, I, I guess um, just I'd love to hear just about more about that song yeah. and your thought process. And honestly, if there are other people who just would like to grow in their knowledge of I, I guess worship culture yeah you know just to like where can they go to engage music like that more often throughout their week you know not just on the weekends or something yeah. like that yeah well let me go ahead and just start with like how i came across the song okay um i actually was listening to a completely unrelated podcast and they featured a guy from a ministry who had to do with music right so okay this particular ministry's mission is to put the psalms to modern music not necessarily a word for word but basically to to put it into a format that is understandable and then put some form of modern music to it um so this is there's a guy that specifically his ministry is to it's actually just a full ministry project it's based out of a church but they they have like a, a band name and a it's not a music label. They publish all of their work through a Creative Commons license. Oh, so that's you, cool. So you actually will not find their information in CCLI, for those that understand what that means. Okay. Um, because it is all... Because we don't have to worry about royalties and all that stuff. Because they actually are convicted that they do not want um, the people of God to have to pay money to sing the Word of God. That's cool. Yeah, they, okay. they, that's their conviction. Okay. And so their goal is to put all of the Psalms to modern music. And they kind of have like a folksy feel. So sometimes it works. Sometimes it's 
It's a little too folksy for me. Okay. But okay. It, I know. People think that I'm this big folk music guy. When you but. say folksy, are you talking about they use mandolins and like uh, banjos? Banjos, and banjos stuff yeah. Like that? Yeah. Okay. okay. So, I mean, for all you Mumford fans, I mean, there it is. Yeah. Um, but this group's name is My Soul Among Lions. Okay. Right? And they're, uh, I believe my they're. Soul a, my Soul Among Lions. Among lions. Okay, so that's kind of like a, an allusion to uh, Daniel. It is. Right? Okay, okay. Um, and I believe uh, the guy that was working with it was being interviewed by Warhorn Media or oh, one of those, one of those. But uh, you can find their work on clearnotesongbook.com. Clearnotesongbook.com. Okay. You're, you're throwing out some cool things. Obviously, now, we're going to have to get some notes to put, put Oh, on. for sure. Yeah, okay. But anyway, so... I found out about this through a completely unrelated song, but I started listening to these guys, right? And as I'm listening to the Psalms and their heart, and I'm reading just their mission statement and what they're about, they have this very firm conviction that the very best worship that you can offer during your church service, during a worship service to God, is to use the Word of God, particularly this book of songs that we've been given, right? These are songs written by David and canonized into the Bible. So this is scripture. We acknowledge this as the word of God. This is, therefore, how God wants to be worshipped, is, is their conviction, and I believe that. So when it comes to this particular song, it's based off of Psalm 1, the, yeah. the first psalm, right? Mm -hmm. So this song is called How Blessed is the Man. And I've known this song for a while, but it just didn't really seem like a song that I was going to introduce to church and then I tried it once it didn't really work that was back when we were all isolating exclusively digital oh okay so we've done this before we, we did it once before okay but I did a very poor job on it I, I did not rehearse nearly enough well that was prior to you being on staff that, it's, it's okay that's all true that is all true <laughs> but I was thinking okay so if this is Psalm 1 yeah. what, 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 what makes this psalm special why mm -hmm. psalm one why this song to be the first song or somebody had to make that decision mm -hmm. and i have no idea who and i have no idea why mm -hmm. that's that's not my knowledge but as i'm dwelling on it i'm thinking well this somebody somebody somewhere thought that this message was important that the man who meditates on the law of god and, and we've talked about the word meditates it's not like just closing your eyes and thinking about it. This is dwelling on the scripture. This right. is this is breathing the scripture, right? And specifically talking about the law of God. So the man who dwells richly on the law of God is blessed. And basically what he does will be blessed. But the wicked aren't that way. The Their efforts will not be blessed and will scatter like chaff in the wind. So, I mean, if you, you think that song, Dust in the Wind, everything yeah. is dust in the wind. So that's, that's the way of the wicked. So I'm just dwelling on this, thinking this is an important concept, to dwell on the law of God. And as we've been going through this series on the Ten Commandments, I've you know, reaffirmed, this is how God reveals himself. Mm -hmm. This is you know, how he revealed himself to Moses. He said, if you want to worship me, if you want to have a right relationship with me, righteousness, then this, this is how I am, right? And, and that goes back to like, well, what is sin? Sin is an act of rebellion against God. And that, that is a deviation from the perfection of God. Mm -hmm. so, so it stands to reason that if you are following the law of God, you are standing in his righteousness, right? So, so this is how God is. God does not you know, have, have hatred. He doesn't murder. God does not lie. God does not covet. God does not, because 
this is how he is. He says, obey these because this is how I am, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So as we meditate on that, as we meditate on the law, we understand who God is and blessed is that person. Then as I was singing this, as I was praying through this, you hear, well, the wicked aren't that way. Mm -hmm. Now, what's the difference between you and me, Andrew, and the wicked? It's where we take care of counsel. Right, what right. we meditate on, who right. we connect with, and success. So, being like, I'm fishing for an answer, and it's, okay. it's the super simple church answer. Joe okay. knows, um, Jesus, Jesus. Okay. I thought we were talking specifically Psalm one, but okay, no, no, um, no, and, and that's really what struck me was were it not for the grace and blood of Jesus, I am the wicked, right? I, I am, as the song says. I'm like the chaff the autumn winds will scatter. And when judgment starts to blow, I'll feel the fury of the day. Right. And that that is really why I started wanting to introduce this song, is saying, I am the wicked, mm-hmm. were it not for Jesus. But because of the grace of Jesus, I get to stand blessed, like a tree rooted by streams of living water, as the song says, that bears in season its good fruit for other souls to share. Like... I'm blessed so that I can be a blessing, but also blessed so that I can have right standing with God. And it's just this beautiful concept of grace and redemption and full dependence on Christ. And so because of that, I was like, I I have to sing this song. There's so much here that can be unpacked. You know, it's, it's beautiful that you have brought that out because I know when we started this series that we're in as a church called The Law of God, we actually took, we spent two weeks. Mike spent two weeks hashing out the purpose of God's law and making sure that we didn't fall into this trap of uh, moralism, right? You know, moral deism and things. And coming back to the idea, like 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 historically, right? We would know that this the nation of Israel has just been has been delivered from Egypt and they have grown, this whole generation has grown up in Egypt and they, they, they have been taught that there are other gods, there are all these things. And yet God right now through the law is revealing himself, his character, his purposes. So this like what you just shared. is like that God, as he reveals himself through his law, he's revealing his heart That's right. and to his, his people. And so for us to meditate on who he is brings blessing as he convicts our heart. So I, man, I, it is a. I think. I think that's why it hit me that mm-hmm. that that week when you you shared it. As we've just been in this really cool series on just a uh, an, a, a deep look at the Ten Commandments, yep. and then coming back to this idea of just meditating on God's law mm-hmm. and just not. I, I think meditating not to the point so that we can be religious and and i was gonna say that actually. yeah that there's a very easy trap to fall into here to yeah. say oh i'm the righteous right. i'm the righteous man i'm not like the wicked exactly. i'm yeah. not bad yeah. i'm not gonna fade away and you know with the grace of christ that's correct mm-hmm. you aren't like the wicked anymore you're a new creation but it's understanding that that without that grace you are the wicked yeah so as we meditate on the word, it's it's like it's meditating on who God is. That's right. And His love, and His integrity, and His compassion mm-hmm. for us. I, I in a couple of weeks I'll, I'll be speaking on um, not bearing false witness. There you go. And you know what's interesting is we we tend to simplify that as don't lie, 
but there's much more to it. Oh, it's about yeah. the justice system that God is, because God is, has integrity and he wants his people mm-hmm. to reflect that because he cares. Mm-hmm. He cares for his people. That means he cares for me. He cares he for you. passionately defends the innocent. Yeah. Passionately yeah. defends the innocent. So I, I didn't want to take away from like Yeah, but I, I love that you shared this. Yeah. It, it, it is such a powerful thing. Thank you for, for bringing that song. Yeah. No, it's, it's a great song and it's, goes by so quickly you, you really have to sing it two three five hundred times yeah <laughs> <laughs> no um but there is like i said so much to unpack and once you realize yes it's by grace that now i i do get the privilege of being this blessed man now it's that's actually a word of caution too i mean so he doesn't join with men who scoff he dare not even sit among them but his delight is in god's law it is his hope and prayer so this is saying you have changed going back to that you are a new creation it doesn't say it expressly right here but this is just affirmation of what paul said as as he articulated the gospel and encouraged the brethren you know yeah you know as as you were bringing this up uh, there's uh, psalm 1 is my favorite psalm i have spoken on it uh, numerous times and just this idea you 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 talked about this uh, this reflection that you had about why is this the first psalm right and there are many commentators who would say that because Psalms isn't written in chronological order. No. They, uh, they're they written via different books to emphasize different things. And this one emphasizes, it drops the, it sets the tone of there is a righteous path and then there is a foolish and wicked path. Exactly. And the benefit of being righteous is that we are, st- there's stability, there's success in all that. Well, success in, in this sense, it says uh, the righteous person in verse three says, he is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season. What I love about the reflection of this song, and as we are learning this, walking through this series, is that the blessings that God will bestow upon us, even though there are, there are, are times of, uh, I will say, dryness. We feel sure. like, man, I, I'm standing for what's right, or God has convicted me, and I, I want to be obedient. I am being obedient. Sometimes it just doesn't feel like it's, things are going my way, but the Scripture says that it'll bear its fruit in its season. Yep. You know? And that's a good reflection on what you talked about because there is there is one time that you tried to introduce it, but here we are now mm-hmm. introducing it again, and I I think it is bearing fruit because I wasn't the only one who heard the song and was like what is this this is thumping right I, actually um I, I'll share this with you because you're you're our worship director and I think you would appreciate this, but uh, so on Sunday mornings we have uh, the kids they they come down with me. Well, on Sunday mornings, we have a couple kids who have put together um, what they call the Minecraft table. Oh, yeah. Because they're just kids who play Minecraft. And they have invited me to sit with them. And so I do. And, man, they are, they are so moved by the worship in a deep sense. Like, they're not just singing songs, but they are, like, like instinctively, like, raising their hands. Mm-hmm. And they are – it's heartfelt. I mean, I'm, it's from the outside. I don't know what's going on on the inside of their heart. But it, it, there seems to be some fruit there. But what my favorite thing is there's this, there's this new child, this new, this new person who's been coming for maybe four weeks now who is just like, man, I love this music. I love, she loves Mediator. That's yep. the song that she's yep. always humming. Uh, she was bummed that she came down uh, to, to kids' church with me one time because she thought she, you were playing Mediator. And she's like, I, I want to get back in there. I'm like, ah, no, you got you to gotta come down here. <laughs> but she heard that song and she came down this last week and she was just humming it and she was like what is that i was like it's actually that's psalm one and we opened up the bible together and we kind of i just showed her where oh that's and stuff. that's great you know and so that's singing, singing scripture man yeah like it was a beautiful moment 
Oh, that's so. fantastic. And, and really, that's why we have the kids in worship is so that they can see that side of, of, the, of the worship service yeah. and learn. I mean, if you just don't have the kids at all involved in your worship service and all they know is children's church, then you know, when they get older, they're, they're not ready for it. Yeah. So, so Stephen, one of the things I uh, was curious about is so you, you introduced uh, this song and you told us that it is from a collective or a group of people. Group. My called Soul Among Lions. My Soul Among Lions. What else are you listening to, man? Like you, you seem Dude. to be up on the the underground Christian music scene. Really, right? it's not me. I mean, I found those guys through a different podcast, right? And okay. so that was just long drives at my previous job, right? Okay. But honestly, the uh, the genius behind the reins is my my helper, my wife. Ah. Uh, she is the one who will listen to music for you know days on end. I I personally I I value quiet. I, yeah. I just I value silence. It's how I am, but. She will listen and listen and listen and then compile a whole bunch of just hidden gems for me. And that's how I got to know about, like, Citizens mm-hmm. or Ghost Ship. Yeah. Or um, what's what's the one? Um, not Clear Note Songbook. I already told you guys about that. I'm going to hear my old Spotify right now real quick because uh, there's one very specific group that I'm thinking about. Yeah, you mentioned uh, Ghost Ship, and that's the band that sings Mediator. That's right. And uh, they, they're... they're s- I think there's the album. It's called Mediator, I think, right? Or something like that. I don't know. That album is solid. And it there's is a song solid. called uh, Orion. Yeah. I don't know if you heard that yeah. song. Oh, my gosh. I well, they love have a song, song straight up called The Gospel. Yeah. Like, I love it. So um, if you're listening to this, you should check out Ghost Ship. The Good King. If you're, if you're listening. Good King. Yeah, Good King is the album. Yeah. If you are listening on Spotify right now, just type into your search Ghost Ship and uh, look, look for the album The Good King or Good King. And, uh, oh, man, that is... That is that is some thumping music. Yeah. But yeah. hey, if, if you're ready to like hit the pause button and write a whole bunch of stuff, I mean, um, another yeah, one that, that I'm really looking into right now is Sovereign Grace Music. Sovereign Grace. That's actually okay. a ministry based out of a church. And okay. so they, they record albums based off of their worship services. It's awesome, right? It's okay. great stuff. You've got City of Light. We do that all the time with Yet Not I But Through Christ in Yes. Okay. Yeah, love that. I appreciate you doing that and the flair that you bring to it. One time, Mike tried to show me City of Light, and I was like, this is City too... City of Light. City of Light. Yeah. And it was too quarrel for me. Yeah. And I was like, I can't, I can't get over this. But the lyrics are powerful, so I appreciate yes. what you have done with that. Yeah. No, there's a lot there. Um, you've also got Hope Hymns. Um, right now, I'm listening to a little bit through Exodus Music. Now, there's, there's just a lot. Uh, and, of course, you have Keith and Kristen Getty. I mean, if you don't know the Gettys... I don't, I don't know what that dude, is. Dude, get on board, man. All right. Um, the Gettys have been writing worship music for ages, and it's a couple from Ireland. Oh, okay. And, like, I could probably play, like, three or four different songs right now, and you would recognize them instantly because you've heard them before and never known that they were by the Gettys. Okay. And so this is a very faithful couple from Ireland. They uh, wrote a book about worship, actually, called Sing! Exclamation okay. point. Highly recommend it. Huh. Very highly recommend it. Um... One that I'm listening to right now, Psalm 100 by The Corner Room. The Corner Room. But yeah, I'm just going down my list because Jessica's awesome and just assembles it for me. Um, Must be nice having a wife. It is. You should figure it out. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, she is of infinite value to me. That's awesome. So, dude. yeah. So, like I said, go back. Rewind the last two minutes, everybody, and just write them all down. Go look them up because that's the stuff that I've been listening to. That's what Jessica listens to. And honestly, it is so much. If you want so to screenshot much... your list, I'll, I'll, I'll make a note for people on, 
on our I podcast can notes. do that. And uh, one of my hopes is that in the future I'll be able to compile playlists and put them up on Faith Life so people yeah. can just like, hey, this is what we're listening to this week and just go to either Spotify or YouTube or whatever it is. So that people can kind of check out like the service playlist and stuff like that. Exactly. That's pretty cool. I'm, that's, that's still a work in progress, yeah. but that's one of my eventual goals. I mean, we live in a day and age now that like, man, if you're hearing something that moves you and that helps you center on the word of God, like, yeah. let's, we're trying to make it to where like you you don't have to just be there for the weekend. Right. I mean, there are opportunities for you to listen in your car or wherever, like while you're out running, but it is, it's, it's, there's such an opportunity for people to listen to some cool stuff and to, to get in there. And I'm pretty sure there's probably people like me who aren't really keen on like the current scene right. on things. So thank you for bringing those resources. Mm. You know? oh, I didn't tell you, like on that playlist, I have a whole bunch of cutlass. <laughs> oh, really? yeah. See, speaking of opinionated, well, <laughs> We can get into that some other time, or or not. Um, you should definitely take the time if you ever hang out with Stephen and I. Ask Stephen how he feels about Cutlass, and ask me how I feel about Cutlass, <laughs> and we can go back and forth and have a good time about it. They're not bad. I, I, I should just, say I have I have select songs yeah. from Cutlass. I they just weren't my thing growing up. That's, right. That's that's all. Well, I grew out of them too eventually, yeah. but even so, I kind of feel the same way about uh, what's that other band that was like really hard and uh, they sing Monster. Oh, you're talking about Skillet. Skillet. Dude, you should read some of what John Cooper's coming out with right now. Okay. Not just musically. That guy is relevant right now. So he has written a, a lot of articles in, in response to like all these quote-unquote Christian celebrities right. uh, who are quote-unquote deconverting from their faith or whatever like that. So I, I like him as a writer. Yep. As, as, in fact, I just haven't listened to any of his stuff. Oh, yeah. No, I haven't the, listened to his last uh, two albums, but my wife has. Is he, does he have, like, solo stuff now? No, no, it's still Skillet. Okay. Because they're actually a ministry of their church. Oh. Yeah, so okay. those guys aren't just a band. That is actually okay. a ministry commissioned by their church that's and cool. accountable to their church. Okay. And that's what I love about them. Okay. That's, you know, we can, that's, that's a whole other, whole other whole nother subject. conversation I'd like to have about. Anyway. Next I, time. Yeah, there's... Anyway, anyway, Stephen, uh, thank you for for showing up and just speaking with me and sharing your heart and your insights onto the worship service. You'll get a bill later. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's fine. I'll just forward that to Mike, and uh, we'll call it. Good. Uh, and then he'll come and talk to me. Oh yeah. man, okay, you're not gonna get a bill later. <laughs> um, one thing I'd like to do is I maybe I like I like to pray for you. Yeah, and I'd like to pray for our listeners, and uh, we'll 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 call it good from there. Let's do it. So, all right, Father God, I, I thank you for my friend Stephen. Lord, I, I thank you for his heart and his desire to be faithful to you. Lord, I, I thank you that you have, um, you've been molding him and shaping him and that you are at work here. Lord, I pray for our listeners. Lord, I, I pray that as they are on their journey to know and glorify your name, Lord, as they are growing in faith, Lord, I pray, Father, that the resources and the, the conversations that we've had tonight would... Um, would be edifying for them that they would um, find maybe uh, ed true edification, true inspiration from the, the artists that were shared by the ministries that were shared tonight. Lord, I pray that you would just be with us and I pray, Lord, that you would just be glorified. In your name I pray. Amen. Thank you.